Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of BU with Declan Edwards. You are listening to Season 1, Episode 6 of the 15-Minute Mindset Show, the show where I teach you something that helps with your mindset and well-being in 15 minutes or less. Now, incredibly exciting. This is actually the last episode of the first season. We have an amazing final episode of our Insider Scoop series coming up next week. And then we're actually going to be taking a two-week break from the show. So be you with Declan Edwards. We'll be on a two-week hiatus soon. But then we'll be back with the amazing season two of 15-Minute Mindset, Insider Scoop, and of course, Wizards of Wellbeing. Now, the other reason this is particularly exciting today is because this is the first episode I'm recording from my new home. Uh, and it actually ties in really nicely with the topic I had planned for today, which is minimalism. So we're going to be talking about how you can feel better, how you can feel less cluttered in your life, how you can feel less overwhelmed and stressed and anxious simply by doing and having less. So whether you've heard of minimalism before and you're curious about it, or if you've never heard about it and you want to find out more, make sure you listen to this episode. It's going to be a great one. As always, nice and short and punchy and super practical to implement. And with that said, let's jump into the show. Okay, so I suppose the best place to start for this episode would be to answer the question, what is minimalism? Now, the simplest answer to that is that it's a movement focused on owning less. So, it's focused on decluttering our lives. So, common things that you might uh, hear in terms of minimalism are moving towards having a smaller house or getting rid of a lot of our material possessions or maybe not having a car. The whole point of minimalism is to basically free up space for ourselves in our lives, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Now, my wife and I first came across minimalism on Netflix. There's an incredible documentary about minimalism. There is also a great TED talk about minimalism uh, by the guys who run the blog and the website, theminimalist.com, which is such a good starting place if you want to find out more about this lifestyle and this approach to living. Uh, It's run by two amazing people called Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus, and they've really focused in on helping people make that transition from what is normally a very consumerist um, focused society that we live in to a society that's focusing more on the memories we create and the feelings we have and the, the moments we get to enjoy rather than the things that we have to our name. So, you know, a good way to look at this is basically look around your house or look around the room that you're in right now if you are at home whilst you're listening to this episode. How much stuff is there? How much stuff is all around you? And more importantly, ask yourself the question, how much of this stuff actually matters? How much means anything? How much adds value to your life? Now, another approach to minimalism that you may have come across is, of course, Marie Kondo and her classic question of, does it bring you joy? If not, let's get rid of it. Uh, That's a very minimalist concept. So, the origins of minimalism can be linked back to a lot of different uh, concepts or fun- foundations and, and approaches to well-being, but quite closely linked, obviously, to a lot of Eastern philosophies. So, you know, more of those Buddhist practices about not having ownership over things and not having the need to own material possessions. Uh, there's a lot of misconceptions about minimalism, 
as you know saying things like oh you're meant to own less than 100 things or you can't have a house or you must live in a tiny home now don't get me wrong i find tiny homes amazing i think they're brilliant uh, but minimalism looks different for everyone who's involved in it it's less about having strict fundamental rules of what you have to do in order to tick the box that says yep i'm now a minimalist as it is about just being a lot more conscious about what you choose to have in your life and what you choose to surround yourself with. See, a lot of the time, our material possessions are used as a distraction or a numbing tool for emotional distress. A lot of people will hoard or buy new things um, because they. it's easy to have a lot of external distraction, a lot of external clutter in our lives that can help direct our attention away from the internal clutter that's going on in our mind and in our hearts. So the beauty of minimalism is it kind of forces a peeling back of that as we remove the external distractions and all the stuff and the things from our life, we're directed to turn our attention inward and to look at how we feel and what really matters to us. I think that sentiment is echoed really beautifully on the minimalist website. Um, You know, these guys talk about the most important thing with minimalism is identifying your why. It's not just about doing it as a trend. It's actually going, well, why does this matter? So... I mentioned at the start of this episode that this is quite exciting. This is the first episode I'm recording in our new house. So my wife and I have actually just, like literally as of this week when I'm recording it, leased out our home. Now, our home was not big by any means. We've always been quite savvy and switched on and not taken on more than uh, you know we could handle or manage. So we were living in a two-bedroom uh, townhouse in the city. Beautiful. We, we love it. We still view that house as one day being our uh, family home where we will start a family together. But we realized that we had an opportunity to live smaller and live tinier. So there's actually a pool room on um, my mother-in-law's property. So Chev's mom uh, has a self-contained pool room with its own kitchen, its own bathroom. And it's literally just designed to be that, like a little guest house. So imagine a little pokey Airbnb guest room, um, sort of like a, a studio apartment, you might say. And we looked at that and went, what if we lived in that and leased our house out? And so began the process of decluttering our lives. Now, we went from a two-bedroom house into a studio apartment-sized place and had to really get quite switched on about what we were going to choose to keep and what we're going to bring with us because we didn't want to just put everything into storage and paper storage. I think the whole storage industry is fucking ridiculous. I think it's crazy that there's an entire industry that's making a ton of money from people having so much shit in their lives that they just put a bunch of it into storage uh, because they can't fit it anywhere else because their house is already full. Um, I think on average these days, the average Australian is said to have about $2,500 worth of stuff in their house that they have not used for over two years that could just be sold and, and gotten rid of. So for us, we've spent the last month or so really downsizing a lot of our life and a lot of our possessions and going, okay, what can we let go of? Now, I'm not going to lie. It's tough. It's challenging. Uh, There's some great tools and strategies to starting with minimalism. As I said, the first one is identify why you want to do it. For us, we wanted it to be more about financial freedom and flexibility. So by renting the pool house and having someone else live in our house, they're obviously paying off our mortgage. They're, They're helping us create a financial asset. But we also have much better cash flow then. And we want to use that cash flow towards things that really matter to us, like travel and creating memories and um, building up an investment portfolio and basically trying to set up our lives early rather than have this you know fancy house that we see a lot of people do is they buy 
too big of a house that they can't afford and then that bites them in the bum later in life. So first of all, get really clear on why you want to do it. And then B, start defining what minimalism means to you. So for us, it wasn't about getting rid of our cars. It wasn't about having less than 100 items. It was literally just about only living with things that added value to our life, only living with things that we really enjoy and that we like being surrounded by and not having as much clutter. So as we were going through our house, we literally did the Marie Kondo test of does this add value to our life? Do we enjoy having it here? Uh, If not, okay, let's get rid of it. If so, awesome, let's move it into the new house with us. Now, when I say get rid of it, we're also quite environmentally conscious. So, we didn't want to just throw out everything. Most of our stuff we just donated or um, repurposed or we gave to friends and family if we knew they were after something. Fortunately, we had some friends who were recently moving house and they wanted some extra things. So, basically, when you do make that decision to start decluttering and minimizing your life a bit more, we obviously want to think about the impact of that as well long term. So, I wouldn't recommend just going and tossing everything in a bin. Uh, your options obviously are you can sell, you can uh, give to a friend or gift or donate, or of course, there is the option at the end to uh, to throw out as well. Now, in terms of how we actually went about this, we went room by room. We found it made it a lot easier. I think a lot of people get overwhelmed by the idea of being more minimalist in life and reducing um, the amount of clutter that they have in their life, the amount of material possessions they own, because it seems like such a huge task. I mean, over the course of a lifetime, we can gather so much stuff. So for us, we went room by room and we also used a great rule that is spoken about again by the minimalists on in their TED Talk and on their documentary, which was if you haven't used it for over 12 months, you probably don't need it. And we just got rid of it that way. Uh, we also used one of my favorite techniques, which is if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. So if there was anything we're on the fence about, it was gone. Uh, it didn't make the cut. Now I'm sitting here in our new house now, uh, in the little corner that is my office space, looking out over our bedroom, our kitchen, our living space, our bathroom. I can see it all from this one corner that I'm in. And I've never felt more at peace. I've never felt more at ease. I've never felt more comfortable with what we own. Again, I think we live in a society that too often equates or success with how much stuff you own rather than equating success with how happy you are. And there's been tons of research around this showing that when we reduce our load on what we have, we reduce our material possessions, we detach from them, we free ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically. I mean, a lot of minimalists enjoy the benefit of being able to move anywhere quite quickly. They have flexible jobs and flexible working hours. They don't have to work a massive 40 or 50 hour work week to cover expenses because they don't have car loans or giant mortgages. And I think that's what's quite beautiful and freeing about it is this idea of, again, it's not this, I think a big mistake a lot of people make, or I've heard people make when they look at minimalism is they think it's you know an elitist and privileged thing to go, okay, well, I've got money. I'm choosing not to buy more stuff because I just don't need it. I don't think it's about that. I think anyone can define their approach to minimalism and just come back to the idea of I'm only going to have possessions that mean something to me or that add value to my life. So if you are going to look into minimalism, I'd start with that question. I'd start with, okay, how much stuff am I surrounded by that really adds nothing to my life other than clutter? Uh, If it is something sentimental, I love the suggestion made by the minimalists, which is uh, take a photo of it. 
if if you're just keeping it but it takes up quite a lot of space and you're only keeping it for the memories, take a photo of it because the memories can still be triggered by the photo. Make a little sentimental album in your phone. It's a great way to do it. Um, but I'd come back to how much stuff am I surrounded by that doesn't really matter in the long term and doesn't add too much to my life and then start slowly but surely removing things. I know a great uh, technique Chev and I started with. If we, I'd lie to you if I said we finished it. We definitely didn't, but it was a good way to get the ball rolling and get our minds thinking about what we could declutter from our lives uh, was the 30-day challenge. So the 30-day challenge is on day one of a month, you donate, throw out, or sell one thing from your house. On day two, you do two things. On day three, you do three things, et cetera, et cetera, all the way through to day 30 when you're doing 30 things. It is such a great way to declutter. And you can make a game out of it, then you can make it fun and enjoyable and feel less like a chore. And and I encourage you that as you do this, rather than focusing on what you're losing, focus on the freedom that you're gaining. Focus on um, the opportunities that you're gaining. Focus on the space, physically, mentally, and emotionally, that you're creating for yourself by doing this. Because having been through it now uh, and now living in this new space, I can honestly tell you it is very much worth it for your own well-being. Well, that does it for another episode of 15-Minute Mindset on the BU with Declan Edwards podcast. As I said, this was the last episode of season one for 2020. We are about to be entering a two-week hiatus, but don't forget next week, we do have one more episode. It's the season finale of Insider Scoop, and we will be interviewing none other than our head of coaching and development here at BU, Amy Rankin. She's incredible, and her story is so uplifting and inspiring. Make sure you check it out before we take that two-week break. But if you did love what we spoke about today, I will leave some links in the description. I'll link you through to The Minimalist as well as, of course, through to our website if you do want to have any more assistance or help or connect further with a professional to accelerate your personal development and well-being journey. But as always, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for taking a bit of time to invest in yourself today by listening to this. Uh, I encourage you to implement what you learned and whether minimalism is for you or is it, it isn't, I'd still say you can learn something from the concept of being more conscious and more aware of what brings value to your life. So until we next talk, you know what we do, make an impact, start with self and be you.